Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Tarrant County, Texas. Home to 2,110,640 people. The 15th largest county in the United States of America. And just so you know, Los Angeles County, California, is the most populous county in the United States with a little over 10 million people. So Tarrant County uh, had a county commissioner's meeting. And one of the newly elected Tarrant County commissioners uh judge tim o'hare is uh you know the story is he's making good on to scrutinize spending good for him but it didn't matter okay so their commissioner meeting uh they had uh, a proposed hiring of a consulting firm to come in and give recommendations on updating the county's 20 year old public meeting streaming technology so judge O'Hare voiced opposition to the county paying $230,000 to an audiovisual consulting firm to come in. And he was like, uh, can't we find somebody else here that works for the county that can help us out a little bit? And they said, no, no, that cannot happen. Uh, we don't have anybody and we need to pay the firm. First of all, I'd like to see, you know, who's related to whatever whoever runs the firm that's going to come in and tell them yeah you know the camera needs to go right there and uh you guys can put one uh, you guys need like five cameras and one right behind you and looking right at the podium so when people speak and then you know we can have a hire a part-time board operator that can come in and switch the cameras during the meetings that would be great we can go ahead and do that Two hundred thirty thousand, and that's just to come in and give recommendations on updating. I I will do it. I will do it for a whole lot cheaper. I promise you that. I personally am a resident of Tarrant County, Texas at this time in my life. I will help them out and do it for a lot less than $230,000. That's just me. Out of the goodness of my heart. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So those of us that watched uh, Tiger King uh, back in the heyday of the pandemic, uh, season one was, well, it was terrible, but we all watched it. And uh, it was, uh, you know, it was uh, what we all were talking about. And so Carol Baskin, the the, uh, tiger lady from uh, Tampa, Florida, uh, part of that deal with her was that her husband was dead and everybody thought that she fed him to the lions they found his van at the airport and you know he was missing but he was supposed to you know he they she had him legally declared dead in 2002 and so she claimed uh last year in 2021 all right over a year ago (laughs) the end of 2021 (laughs) that uh her ex-husband who had been missing and declared legally dead, uh, was actually alive and well. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she herself said she was unaware of the alleged revelation until the sequel series was broadcast. Uh, in November, I haven't seen two, so I'm not sure if she said it in there or not. I don't know. 
I guess there was some kind of confusion over whether he was alive or what she said in this footage of a of a report. But the Department of Homeland Security has been in touch, according to this, in touch with her former spouse. Why? Why, why would that happen? So according to this, um, they produced a letter from Homeland Security and says that special agent in charge with the FBI reached out to sheriff's detective uh jorge fernandez which means they had happened uh after 2002 because i mean hello homeland security wasn't even around until then um and they said that he's alive and well in costa rica but he would be 84 today um and she declared him dead so that she could get married again and i think there was some insurance money for her uh her place of business so i mean the word fraud comes to mind i mean is there an insurance company that's gonna what do you have to do to get your money back to prove right i mean she's already she's given the burden of proof that he's dead she had him declared dead so now we have to have the burden of proof that he's alive and that uh, she knew that he was alive and that she defrauded the insurance company. And even if she didn't know she was alive, no problem. We want our money back anyway. Um, so, okay. All right. Have fun. Good luck. God bless. Okay. Karma. The force generated by a person's actions held in Hinduism and Buddhism to perpetuate transmigration and its ethical consequences to determine the nature of the person's nest existence huh karma destiny fate following as effect from cause really it kind of serves him right so in mexico a man drunken man a drunken thief uh, broke into a church uh, he jumped over a fence, broke the glass door, entered the church, and he was going to rob the church. And then he took a statue of St. Michael the Archangel. And on his way out, he tripped and fell. And the angel's sword seriously injured his neck. S- <laughs> I know. Maybe you not take the statues from the church maybe you leave uh saint michael alone what do you say what do you think so carlos alonzo uh went to the christ the king parish in downtown monterey and decided he was gonna steal saint michael the archangel and then tripped and fell and had the sword bust his neck now he did survive someone did find him and they took him to the hospital and he's being taken care of once he is recovered he will be turned back over to the public prosecutor's office and the punishment he could face for the damage of the church will be determined the statue unharmed so sometimes uh you get what you got coming don't you you can almost quote me on that sometimes you get what you got coming especially when you mess with the old archangel i mean he is supposed to be the leader of all angels and in the army of god so 
drunk or not drunk, you may want to just leave the old Archangel B. So way back in October of 2021, uh, in New Mexico, they were filming a movie, Rust, and Helena Hutchins lost her life. She was killed by a live round of ammunition fired from a prop gun being held by Alec Baldwin. Now, he maintains he didn't pull the gun's trigger. Director Joel Souza was also injured in the shooting. We have now found out, and they've, this case has been ongoing, back and forth. Are they going to charge him? What's going to happen with the investigation? It's been 15 months. There's been lawsuits. it has been accusations. So now we find out that uh, Alec and Hannah Gutierrez-Reed are to be charged with involuntary manslaughter in the fatal shooting of Rust cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Wow. Uh, they issued a statement today. They did not have a press release. Uh, Dave Halls, the assistant director, has pleaded guilty to, uh, and uh, with the charge of negligent use of a deadly weapon. Negligent use of a deadly weapon there. I said it right. So uh, according to them, if any one of these three people, Alec Baldwin... Hannah Gutierrez-Reed or David Halls had done their job. Helena Hutchins would be alive today. It's that simple. This was a special prosecutor, uh, Andrea Reed, uh, appointed by the DA to the case. So the evidence clearly shows a pattern of criminal disregard for safety on the Rust film set. New Mexico, there is no room for film sets that don't take our state's commitment to gun safety and public safety seriously. Both Baldwin and Gutierrez-Reed face a maximum of eight months in prison if convicted now i did thought for sure he was not going to get charged so this throws me for a little bit of a loop so when i say there's no way he spends 18 months in jail <laughs> uh maybe the elitist douche alec baldwin will go to jail I doubt it very much. I'm very sad that Helena Hutchins lost her life. I think it was a terrible, terrible accident. Do I think that the armorer should be charged with it? You betcha. You betcha. Because Alec believed that the gun was a prop. And I believe that. And I know that there are, you know, there are supposed to be, you know, uh, things that you're supposed to do. Uh, the checklist of things but i find it hard to believe that actors and actresses uh, on sets of films uh do every one of those checklists every single time i'm sure they probably do now since this shooting but it's happened before and it will happen again because the armorer is the one that tells you hey it's a prop gun you watch so many shows with guns being fired at people directly at people directly at the camera holy cow so there you have it uh new mexico believes that uh they are guilty well they obviously believe they're guilty which is why they're being charged so baldwin and gutierrez reed will face 18 months in prison if convicted <laughs> they are to be charged and have been charged i guess uh with involuntary manslaughter so uh, do they go and handcuff him do we get the perp walk with alec i oh man 
I want the perp walk with Alec. Now, I don't know if Alec is going to be able to say anything on his Instagram account, but I'm going to have to keep an eye out today because he may go off the deep end. He may just go off the deep end. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here in the long run. But uh, I know I know he's an elitist douche. That's the whole point behind firing the gun when I say his stupid name because it would just be something he would hate. But, I mean, do I think he deserves to go to prison for this? No. But not liking him has clouded my judgment on, you know, what I want. What I want. Because <laughs> it would be nice to have him perp walked and then go off to prison. Because it's him. Uh, it's, it's Alec. Alec Baldwin. So, hey, there you have it. Anyway. Congratulations to New Mexico for deciding to finally put an end to this and let's do something about it. We're either going to charge him or we're not. And they decided we are going to charge him. So more fun in the future. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Man, am I glad to see this. Facebook and Instagram is going to lift the ban on bare breasts. Yay! We'll be able to see bare breasts on Instagram. Oh, wait. It's only for trans and non-binary. So, darn the luck. Uh, If you're born female and you're ready to free the old nipple, you're out of luck. Uh, That's according to Meta's advisory board. So the independent body of experts, Meta's oversight board, which Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg has called the company's Supreme Court for content moderation and censorship policies, ordered Facebook and Instagram to lift a ban on images of topless women for anyone who identifies as transgender or non-binary, meaning they view themselves as neither male or female. So I would say this, that... uh, If you want to show your breasts on Instagram or Facebook, make sure that you put in your bio that you are trans slash (laughs) non-binary. Just to cover your bases. Yep, I'm trans, non-binary, and uh, here are my breasts. They look good, don't they? (laughs) I believe we'll be having that. uh, No, that couldn't happen? Okay, well then, never mind. Wow. Speaking of being charged, uh, Ron Jeremy, the hedgehog, who's now (laughs) the former porn star, 69 years of age. uh, He's been in court and he's been declared incompetent to stand trial. Wow. His real name, Ronald Jeremy Hyatt, uh, began making X-rated films in the 70s and he starred in more than 2000 films. (laughs) only some of which are pornographic oh okay (laughs) sure absolutely go ahead yeah 2000 films that they were it's only some of which were pornographic okay 21 women claimed that he had attacked them in separate occasions beginning in 1996 the one uh story uh i remember about he would take these they would be at a restaurant and he would say oh this is my friend's place you can come back here and and use the restroom back here because it was always so busy and then he would take them in the back room and uh you know rape them uh molest them attack them accost them 
uh, in the and back behind the grill. Just incredible. Uh, what a douchebag this guy was and is. But uh, I mean, he's been charged with uh, twelve counts of forcible rape, seven counts of forcible oral copulation, six counts of sexual battery by restraint four counts of sexual penetration by a foreign object, two counts of sexual penetration of an unconscious or a sleep person, and one count each of lewd act upon a child under the age of 14 or 15, and sodomy by the use of force, and assault with intent to commit rape. <laughs> Those are some serious charges. Now, he, he pleaded not guilty. And, uh, you know, then uh, the trial began, and then it came to a halt. Uh, in March of last year, he was unable to appear in court, uh, even though he was housed in the same building. Uh, they attempted to place him in a wheelchair. He was just up in a cell. And so now he has been, it's been decided that he is incompetent to stand trial. Wow. I mean, it's sad for him and it's really sad for the people that, uh, are charging him and that he attacked if true that they won't get their day in court but again if true we're all supposed to be innocent until proven guilty remember that so i've stayed at a few hotels in my day and traveled around and stayed at uh, some really nice hotels and some really crappy hotels but uh i saw something on a reddit thread that uh caught my eye according to this reddit thread and they took a picture of it and it's supposed to be you know at a hotel and it says the refreshment center is on a sensor use of the refreshment center for personal storage will automatically incur a 50 dollar charge and then it asks you to please dial a four-number code, 6820, which I guess gets you to the desk, uh, for refrigerator requests. So that seems to me that if you uh, want to use it for a refrigerator, or maybe they bring you up a little one, I don't know, that doesn't have anything in it. Because we all had, uh, you know, I've stayed at hotels where the snack bar, you open up the, the, the dresser and it's a snack bar in the drawer. And it's, you know, I mean, it's everything and everything costs a million dollars, but you can't help yourself. <laughs> I mean, right. You have to eat a bunch of it, but, uh, with the refrigerator thing, uh, not being able to use the refrigerator, you know, keep a bottle of water that you didn't purchase at the hotel. Uh, now they're making you either call for an, okay. Yes. Uh, uh hello uh yeah this is room uh, uh this is room 820 yeah i know this is it lines that shows up on my id that you're calling me uh yeah i want to use the refrigerator but i don't want to incur a 50 dollar charge okay well you can go ahead and keep something in that refrigerator and until tomorrow but are you going to take anything else out of the refrigerator because if you do it'll cost eight thousand dollars not just 50 no i'm fine i'm not going to take anything uh, or would you just bring you up a, a, your own personal, I'll have housekeeping, bring you up your own personal little mini fridge. You can keep things in there. Just don't open that. It's too expensive. And if you're going to open it, it costs us money. We like to have those things run on a censored time. Wow. I uh, hadn't seen that before. That's interesting. That's interesting. So you ready to start wearing masks again? I, you know, I mean, let me rephrase that. Are you ready to be mandated to start wearing masks again? Um, in April of 2021, a U.S. appeals court declared it unlawful uh, that the government 
ordered people to i'm sorry required people to wear masks on airplanes buses trains ride sharing services and at airports and other transportation hubs so this week the justice department asked an appeals court to reverse the april 2021 ruling so they want to start requiring masks on airplanes buses trains ride sharing services airports and other transportation hubs so are do you are you ready for that to be reversed and if it's reversed are you going to follow it now you'll say well we have to it's required by if i use these particular places do these places then automatically start requiring it i don't know i feel like i feel like we're done with it if you want to wear a mask wear a mask if you don't want to wear a mask don't wear a mask i don't make fun of people that wear masks i don't uh, i i i don't it drives me insane to have to wear a mask but i have worn them i have followed uh, the requirements of doctor's offices and other places when i want to visit them under you know under duress i follow those requirements i do the very minimum that i have to to wear those masks but if you want to wear one wear one i don't care you do you i think it's silly when i see someone wearing a mask in a car by themselves but i can see that how it could happen uh i can see that you were at going at a store that made you wear a mask or you want to wear a mask when you're out in public and you're doing a quick jaunt from one store to another so you just leave it on your face and you go i get it i, I understand it or you want to wear one at all times how whatever just don't make me wear one don't require me to do it and it sounds i mean they want to have that requirement back in place and it could be coming soon very soon to an airplane bus train ride sharing service and other uh, airport and transportation hubs i don't know that the airlines want to go through it again i feel like the nightmare of uh people being jerks on airplanes were predominantly because they were being required to do things they didn't want to do like i don't know wear a mask so then everything else was a domino effect from there and so it made everything else more frustrating so if they start telling people they have to wear a mask on an airplane again i think we're back to the domino effect of people going crazy on airplanes and the airlines are not gonna like that they're not gonna like it at all so who died today who died today well lisa marie presley is already passed away but we know that her resting place will be at graceland uh, opposite uh, dad's plot and next to her son benjamin um the official cause of death is deferred pending further tests really weird uh she died suffering from cardiac arrest twice last week um we all know it was because of the thing you know that right i mean i think we all know that it was because of the thing but the you know she had some underlying issues as well so we can blame it on that if you want that's fine but uh the the backyard uh, fountain ceremony 
will take place uh, this Sunday at Graceland. Uh, kind of uh, really sweet that it's going to happen at uh, Graceland. And uh, so rest in peace. Sunday at 9 a.m. Uh, memorial service that's open to the public. Many people are leaving flowers at the front gate of the estate. And uh, we're ready for the, uh, the burial and the funeral of Lisa Marie Presley. Dead at the age of 54. The king's daughter laid to rest. Also, Jacinda Ardern, who died today. Jacinda Ardern, the prime minister of New Zealand. Okay, well, she's still alive. But she quit. She just walks out. She said, I've got nothing left in the tank. And she told her fiance, hey, let's finally get married. Oh, okay. I mean, she was the youngest ever prime minister in New Zealand. Uh, She was elected on the 26th of October, 2017. And, you know, she had the COVID pandemic and the Christchurch mosque massacre. And she she was quite the, uh, well, I don't want to say Nazi, but she was quite the hard driver. Uh, she was there's quite the hard driver throughout the COVID pandemic. That's why she didn't marry her her fiance because you know why she couldn't get married during the pandemic. Uh, agonizing, but uh, she said she's she's got nothing left. Uh, so I've been here for five years. Uh, I just want to be with my kid and I want to be married. Okay, all right, uh, I give you that. I mean that sounds good. She said, I'm human, politicians are human, and she said it only the way Jacinda can say it. And uh, it's for me, it's time, I have to go. And this job takes its toll. Okay, all right, that's fine, good for you. I don't know, I mean, she's gone too, she's given like the first of February, a couple weeks, and uh, you find somebody or I'm out. (laughs) I'm out no matter what, so you find somebody. Now, what happens next? I don't know uh for her i mean new zealand obviously will get another prime minister and they will move on that's what countries do but what's next for her because she was a world leader that was on the forefront of the covid pandemic uh lockdowns and the new world order so i would not be surprised this is just me throwing it out there she was asked about going to work for the un and gave some weird answer um yeah she's gonna go to work for the un you know she's gonna she's gonna sit back and take a little break get married be with the kid for a little while and then it's gonna be (sighs) yeah you know what i need to go to work for the u.n that's happening you can count on that oh and as long as we're in who died today uh happy birthday is in order to bob barker (laughs) bob barker turns 99 years of age today 99 bob barker wow uh, some great clips have been crossing social media of the price is right and uh you know he had played in movies and he did some stuff for uh the wwe on raw it was really funny some great clips so uh and bob barker i mean he's the man bob barker i mean he did the price is right from 1972 until 2007 making it the longest running daytime game show in north american television history uh, he also did Truth or Consequences from 1956 to 1975. I mean, the guy had a couple of strong runs. <laughs> uh, he served in the military. He was in the Navy during World War II. I mean, he did his own radio show. He's done, I mean, he did TV forever. He's Bob Barker, man. And 
I love him. Who doesn't love Bob Barker? Well, maybe a couple of the girls that he took care of business with, but I think they still love him too. They gave him some money. They had Bob's girls. They gave him some money. And, uh, you know, I remember uh, my oldest son, when he uh, was real little, he stayed with uh, my mother-in-law when my wife and I were both working, and he spent a lot of time with her. And my mother-in-law loved The Price is Right. And she would watch The Price is Right. And so we were out shopping once. And I can remember Elvis just as a little kid. Uh, we were in some, I don't know, some Kmart or whatever store. You know, some we were going through the, the women's section. And there were all these glittery dresses. And he was like, ooh, Bob Girls dresses. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Bob's Girls dresses right there. The Price is Right. Happy birthday to Robert William Barker. 99 today. I mean, I've told you that we live in amazing times, and we absolutely do. I mean, and for real, uh, seriously, we do live. We live in amazing times uh, that are not really amazing, and that are agonizing, and mean that we are doomed. But we also live in amazing times where some great things are happening. A woman has received the first ever successful transplant of a living 3D printed ear. Right. I know replacement body parts are closer to reality than we know. All right. So a collaboration between doctors and a U.S. based regenerative medicine company, uh, 3D biotherapeutics and who doesn't love 3D biotherapeutics has seen the first successful implant of the 3D printed ear made from human cells into a living patient. Wow. Uh, it's one part of a larger cutting-edge effort, the first clinical trial of human cell 3D printed graphs. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> awesome. I mean, hopefully I can get a 3D printed knee. How about a, just a 3D printed leg? And we'll just cut this whole thing off and give me the new one. Then we have the an artificial pancreas, which shows success in clinical trials for managing type 2 diabetes so i mean we're there we're gonna we're almost gonna be able to replace everything and anything so that we can live forever i mean i'm looking forward to it i don't know about you but sure the whole that's the whole thing about living forever though right we want to we want to live forever but we want to have a productive life while we're 800 years old you know, so if we live to 800, but we stopped actually doing things at 400, that's 400 years of, oh, I've got to roll over now. But maybe you just become yourself. You know, you're just a soul in yourself. That's possible. You just become one with yourself. Oh. I mean, not only that, we're getting close to having, you know how on Star Trek they, uh, Star Trek they used to, boop, uh, the dock would, uh, you know, uh, uh, scan scan you and they know immediately what was wrong with you, you just, and oh yeah he's got this wrong and then you know they dial it in and fix it well 
A 10-minute scan now enables detection and cure of the commonest cause of high blood pressure. So doctors at Queen Mary University of London and Barts Hospital and Cambridge University Hospital have led research using a new type of CT scan to light up any tiny nodules in a hormone gland and cure high blood pressure by their removal. So, I mean, I'll, just a quick scan and you're good to go. A 10-minute scan and we're, we're, you're good. The high blood pressure is gone, so we are closer. We're close to that as well. I mean, incre- incredible times, incredible times. All right, I want to be clear about something. Uh, it wasn't me. All right, uh, Usain Bolt, uh, you know, the arguably the fastest human on the planet. Uh, someone has run off with twelve point seven million dollars of his money from his account, leaving a balance of twelve thousand dollars. Um, I guess they're claiming that it's an investment firm, uh, that needs to return it or face charges, but it wasn't me. I didn't take it. Okay. I, it wasn't me. I'm innocent. So the 36 year old put his fortune in a private investment firm in Kingston, Jamaica and, uh, stocks and securities limited is directing queries to Jamaica's financial authorities. Okay. His estimated worth is about $90 million. Wow. Usain Bolt, $93 million. Uh, and his biggest sponsor is Puma, but apparently he had one account with $12.7 million in it. And now it's got like 12,000 in it. So apparently, uh, no matter who you are, when you lose money, uh, you want to say, hey, where's my money? You know, like $12 million. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, and, and at the height of his career, he was thought to be earning more than $31 million a year. Good for him. Good for him. He deserved it, man. He holds world records in the 100 meters, 200 meters, the four by 100 meters. So, I mean, he's worth a lot of money. And he's not, look, he's not going to be hurting because he's missing $12 million. But still, he's missing $12 million. It's his money. And he wants it back. How do you think the people that lost all that money at FTX feels? And how many times? I mean, Bernie Madoff, there's been scammers all over the world that have scammed people out of money thousands hundreds of thousands millions of dollars that's why you know i tell you the emails that i get from those different people wanting me to give them all my information because they want to give me money but the real object of those emails are to get my information so they can take whatever money i have and it's just i joke around about it but it just pisses me off because these dingleberries, man, is taking other people's money. It's just not right. Okay? Just not right. I, I'm, I'm done. It's just not right. I gotta, I'm going to leave you with a, I'm just going to leave you with a little joke. Okay? Joke of the day. All right? From me to you. Two men were talking. So, how's your sex life? Oh, nothing special. I'm having social security sex. Social security sex? Yeah, you know, I get a little each month. Not enough to live on. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Yeah, you do. All right, one more, one more joke of the day. One more joke. I'm out of here. Then one more joke of the day. Then I'm out of here. Okay. I saw this on uh, on uh, I think Facebook. Might have been Instagram. I'm not sure. Uh, 
the line is uh, says, I told my daughter to check her attitude. And she looks at me and said, for complaints about attitude, please contact the manufacturer. Well played. Well played. Yeah. So all you daughters out there, there you go. Use it. <laughs> Use it when you hear that from your mom. Check your attitude. Yeah, well, for complaints, contact the manufacturer. Think about it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.